Let's be real. Episode. We finally here. 200. 200. Is that the dough? I she didn't even hear the knock to to, to do his vintage knock. I know. Yeah, man. to I do his knock. I don't, don't want right. to knock my webcam. Right. <laughs> right, gonna knock that joint over. <laughs> we made it, fellas. What a time! I'm looking at Sharky's the the original. Let's be real. The original. Let's be real shirt. Oh, I got the hoodie. The, hey, I got the, I got the hoodie joint. Hey, the street the streets been calling for some merch though. Real talk. Yeah, we probably need to. We might need to get something. We might else. need to find a way to re up on, on some merch because the streets hey, been calling. Anybody mm-hmm. know any people? Let me know. Sure. <laughs> That's the thing about the black community. We all, if you don't know five people that's doing shirts or hoodies, like then what are you doing? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. But without further ado, let's get it started. Let's be real. All right. As always, y'all know you can follow us on Twitter, TikTok, IG, and Facebook at LBR underscore media. Subscribe on any podcast and platform on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, etc. You name them. And of course, the guys are here. Of course, me, P Shark, Scala, Trevor, Took, and she does out the day. Um, but we keep it rolling. We got two hundred episode first comment of the day. Shout out Tyler. Said what yeah, up? Yeah. What do you do, Tyler McGurk? Be sure to check out his podcast. I hope y'all, I hope y'all read y'all scripts for the day. <laughs> I just got well. I just got mine like thirty minutes ago. So <laughs> we'll see. Look, when, we, when we talk about this NBA trade deadline, I can't wait to you know we know what John Wall's script was before he you know the script he got before the season started. <laughs> <laughs> I, I may or may not have Appreciate signed it, for me to like co-write, you know, the upcoming script. So, thanks, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. right. Tyler. Who, who wrote the script, Tyler Perry? <laughs> Appreciate that, Tyler. Say congrats yeah. on two hundred. All right, Trevor, take it away. All right, man. Look, I just got a huge, huge uh, parlay. Um, so, Tony Trevor may be back in effect. Um, I, I and I actually bet on this myself. I just put thirty dollars down, so it's a three game parlay in college hoops today. Um, you literally the win the payout is really nice. You can turn literally turn thirty into five hundred with this bet. So um, without further ado, I'm just gonna go straight with it. Uh, got about forty five minutes to get this in for the first game start, so I'll just go right to it. Uh, so today I got West Virginia uh, as the um, Take the plus spread for West Virginia. I think they're plus seven. They're at Texas today. Um, take Kansas at home again. I mean, Kansas at Oklahoma. Uh, they're uh, minus four uh, at this point in time. And then lastly, on the West Coast, uh, take the money line for UNLV to beat San Diego State. Um, so you hit on those three. You got a nice little, uh, some nice little pocket change there. So the payout, I, I'm just to show you, I'm not lying, because I bet this myself. I don't know if you can see it, but if you see it below, the winning is five hundred dollars if all three of these hit. hit. So, man, that's a car uh, note. Exactly. So <laughs> good luck, <laughs> and we're gonna make this work. We're gonna be back in effect. So 
Two gang gonna be the only one uh hitting these parlays today. So I'm telling you, if we if we get this wrong, shit, we may end up recording episode 201 and 201 because bro, we coming after <laughs> bro, you. Bro, if you coming after me, I lost thirty dollars, bro. That's that's on you. <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine how that looks, how they look like. Hey, go! I got this podcast. I need to record real quick. Give me like an hour and fifteen, and then I then, you know it's all yours. <laughs> Ah oh, man, but to repeat, West Virginia to spread over Texas, Kansas to spread over I forgot who, who they play again. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. And UNLV at the money line over San Diego State. Yeah. For sure. Right. sure. Let's get this money, man. Let's get this money. It's only good trouble. Strikes again. But move forward. NBA trade deadline. You know, we already had three hard away with two cheating, savage. So we're gonna take a little different twist and just go with winners. Who were y'all winners and losers? So we'll start with winners from the deadline. Uh, whoever y'all guys winners, start with Trevor Scallon too. Um, I'll go ahead and get the obvious winner out of the way, and that is the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, of course, you were able to finally uh come off of Russell Westbrook and get that contract off the books. Um uh, you were able to actually acquire some quality pieces with Malik Beasley, Jerry Vanderbilt to address some much needed needs on the wing and defensively. Um, will this put them in a position to possibly contend for a championship? No, but it could put them in a position to possibly get in a play-in scenario or possibly even reach the top six. Um, so kudos to the Lakers there for making all the moves. Um Unfortunately, they had to move off of Thomas Bryant um, because he was complaining about uh, not getting enough playing time, especially when Anthony Davis came back in the lineup. But to be able to flip him and, uh, of course, he got sent to Denver, but to turn him into Mo Bama to add some more additional size. Uh, And then you cater to the AD a little bit to put him back in his right position as playing the four as opposed to having him as a small ball five. So, um Right now, and oh, of course, getting the quality point guard in D'Angelo Russell, getting him back in LA as well. Uh, so if I had to name somebody outside of the very, very obvious, um, it'll have to be the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, I think that's a really good answer. Uh, I'm gonna flip the script and go to the to the basement um of the of this next particular team. I think the Clippers did really, really well. Um as much as I don't like the Clippers, but I think it's hard to ignore what they did. I think they probably have one of the most um, underrated, um, underrated signings of um, of the trade deadline and getting Bones Holland, which um, y'all have watched more basketball than I have over the past couple of months, and so this is kind of where I start to uh, start to increase how much I'm watching basketball. But every time I watch Bones Holland, you know, uh, Bones Holland at um, at, a, um, at the Denver Nuggets, I'm like, dude, literally like jumps off the screen. So I don't know specifically like how or why Denver decided to move off of him but for the Clippers to get him for the Clippers to get an Eric Gordon who low-key I forgot was in the league um <laughs> but I think that's I think that's a good thing too and it does nothing but add to the depth of their particular roster the Clippers in my opinion already have one of the better rosters uh, from top to bottom um in the league and so to kind of add to that to kind of get a younger player um in the event that somebody goes down whatever for whatever the case may be um, I think the Clippers did a really, really good job. So I'll go with the Clippers um, for this particular segment. Y'all know damn well what team I'm rolling with on this episode, man. If it's one winner, uh, because I de- definitely declared a sun to be setting, um, hell no. 
Um, so I'm gonna have to go with the Phoenix Suns. Uh, I definitely agree with you with the Clippers. Though. I think the Clippers got to steal with Bones Highland. Um, when you talk about Bones Highland, I think you know they went from Jamal Crawford to Lou Williams to now Bones Highland. I think he'll be in the Clipper, Clipper uniform hopefully a long time. Uh, there's instances going off the benches they'll have uh, that a lot of people don't won't see. So I'm with you on that one. Uh, and it was beef with with the coaching as well. Um, I know was uh, Mike Malone missed a couple games with COVID. And he really went clicking with the uh, with the assistant coach that was coaching at the time. So, and I think he ended up like leaving a bench or something like that. So, I think that's they had to get him out on that one. Um, but I say the Suns, of course, uh, they end up getting the best player in the league. You know, practically for a bunch of their you know moving pieces, pieces that defensive pieces that matter uh, down the line. But if you got a chance to get Kevin Durant and not give up DeAndre Ayton, that's a win to me. Like the fact that they kept Aiden as a win. If they didn't keep Aiden, we maybe they, you know, we'd be talking like borderline. But they they kept Aiden. They got Chris Paul still, and of course that D book still there. Um, I think they'll go through the buyout market and try to, you know, enhance their bench a little more. But if you ask me, who a winner? It's definitely the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, winner for me is Savage finally admitting to him being a loser for his Ben Simmons play right there. There we go. What a call out. Wow. What a call out that was. Because nice. I was going to mention that, but I'm glad nice. my captain got my back. <laughs> I see you, Cap. Nice. Oh, man. Let's go through some more comments. Ryan, what up? He said, what up, Ryan? Do, man? Missed you last week, man. But yeah, man. Glad to have you back. <laughs> Savage, oh, he big money Ryan now, bro. Oh, they changed his name. He big money Ryan now. Sarah <laughs> <laughs> said, Kevin Durant is winner. Ryan said Lakers, Bucks, Clippers, which I get with that in a second. Ryan said oh, yeah, the Bucks, the Bucks getting Jake Crowley. Yeah. That, that was a nice move for them. Yeah, Savage, Savage, I hate y'all. <laughs> we hate you too. <laughs> we love you right, too. Nah, just tell him we hate that that consistent Ben Simmons talk that he continued to put out there. Tell him that's what we hate. <laughs> hey, hey man, we was down, baby boy. And I might say, I hate you. I hate you too, little. little. I ain't gonna say the word on over here. <laughs> But yeah, man, winner, man. Uh, for me, Bucks, and I mean, some of y'all, y'all name most of the winners, but the Bucks are the other one that that came to my mind. Also, I mean, the Mavericks. I mean, I don't know how, you know, I'm not sure if it's gonna work or how it'll work. But Luca was cheesy on the sideline the other night. I ain't gonna. Work. He looked like a player that was so happy to see man, on the, court. the way this script set up. Dallas may end up being losers. Because I'm going to tell you exactly how this script is going to go. So we're going to get Suns Mavericks in the playoffs, obviously. One of those teams is going to win. Uh, neither one of those teams is going to win the NBA Finals. Uh, the So the championship is going to come from the Eastern Conference. Um, they find a way to move Chris Paul. Kyrie Irving comes to Phoenix. Go with me. I like this script. Go with me. I like. I, I love this. Go with I gotta me. leave that script alone. <laughs> leave the script alone. Man. <laughs> Watch them blow up the Phoenix Suns. That's cool. That's gonna be the next. That's gonna be the next uh, chapter. Because yep. <laughs> Phoenix just got a new owner, and when you have a new owner, that new owner wants to come in and make a splash, just like Steve Ballmer did when he bought the Clippers and got Kawhi and Paul George. It's just that simple. I made that splash enough. Hell of a splash. I mean, yeah, this was this was just the start off, yeah. But he I don't think he's done. <laughs> Man, but to go back to my books pick, Jack Crowder is basically replacing it took him two years to replace PJ Tucker. 
That's my opinion. That's pretty much the swap. And kind of like Matt Heat did the same thing. They replaced P.J. Tucker with Jay Crowder. And now Jay Crowder replacing P.J. Tucker. So they yep. seem like they're the same, similar type of mode of player and getting replaced with each other on, like, championship-level teams. So that's why I pick Milwaukee. I mean, and, of course, and of course Dallas. I just think Luke can get another ball handling. That's going to help um, how we don't want to slice it. Defensively, I don't know what they're going to do, but, you know, time will tell. As for losers, who y'all got? Well, I guess I'll start with losers if we do reverse order to me, too. Scala, then Trevor. Losers, uh, Scala, I mean, not Scala, Tyler put it. Ryan, Warriors. Yeah, I don't know what's about to happen with that trade. <laughs> if that just about to be canceled or what. But even then, they could just pay Gary Payton last year. <laughs> when they brought out to it. And now you could trade six, five second round picks or where James Wiseman essentially for him. Yeah. And James Wiseman might end up right back in the building because Gary Payton failed to feel school. And if they do continue to trade, he's out for three months. That losers for that for that move right there. That's gonna be a bittersweet feeling for uh James Wiseman and Sadiq Bay to having to walk back in their locker room, uh, in their respective locker rooms for their teams. That, that's gonna be crazy. All right. Um, losers as well. I, I got the nuggets, but seeing there was beef between Bones Howland and the coach and Jamal Murray, I get it. But who I I haven't watched enough but nuggets basketball too and Trevor. Who are who is who are their backup guards now? Without bones, IDK, uh, <laughs> me. <laughs> I don't even know. Saying, me and Tuka at this point. <laughs> like that. That's why they're losing to me right there. Like, you yeah. know, I'm like I was like I was saying. They, they got they got a, they got a lot of they got some young guys, man. But yeah, uh, but they ain't trading for nobody. Like, nah. they ain't, I mean them. Like I said them getting Thomas Bryant was okay for their front court. But, Excuse me, but they still yeah, need yeah. some guards. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, Bruce Brown is still there. And he's not oh, setting yeah. screens for nobody. So, what he's year is this? What's, what year is this for Bones? What year is this? Because I don't. Second, yeah, year two. Year two. Year two. Year two. Yeah. Personal <laughs> opinion here, like, regardless of whatever that beef is between him and the coach, like, until you're part, like, and I'm saying this because of what y'all just said, like, if you are having a lack of depth at the guard position, just keep him on the roster. Like just just figure it out. Like I mean, I may be completely wrong in that in that regard, but like figure it out. If you don't have a backup option when it comes to your one or two guards, and I again I, I may be wrong, but every time I watch the Denver Nuggets and he's playing, dude has jumped off the screen every single time. And so yep. when you have potential potential like that, <laughs> you just figure it out. You just try to you find some way to make it work. If, if you have the number one record in the West and you're rolling the way you are as the Denver Nuggets, you find a way to keep him on the roster and you don't trade him to a Western Conference team. Like, right. I'm there sorry. That did, that did not make sense. If you That's wanted to point. move, if he was that much of a problem for you, move him to the East. Don't move him to a potential team that you could have in the first or second round and he could come around, he could turn around and bite you. That you know, didn't make sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Hey, Sharky, I got the backup point guard, bro. <laughs> Mr. 34-year-old now, Ish Smith. Ish Smith is still like he cutting journey, journey, The ultimate journeyman Ish Smith? Hey, he's officially he's the backup point guard. For the right. is the goat. He's still like he getting checks. He getting up. checks, though, man. That's Keep getting up. them checks, Ish Smith. Yeah, can't hate on it. It's yeah. a turn it up. Um, so, if I had to pick a loser, uh, my loser easily the Toronto Raptors. Uh, <laughs> easily. Wow. What a troll. Easily. What a troll. Like, oh, what a troll. Troll. Easy. <laughs> um, you talk about a team full of players who everybody damn near called for, 
and you don't make any kind of moves, bro. I mean, granted, they got Pirtle, you know what I'm saying, which actually helped because they literally don't have a center on their team. Like, Pascal was playing center at their team. That's that's trash. Uh, so I guess they did make a move, and I think this move, they, they feel like they're a playoff team. Technically, they are a playoff team, and I think they're going to go ahead and go for it. Um, I think they did try to trade Van Vliet, um, and one of y'all put in the group me yesterday that Van Vliet soon <laughs> shine, shoot percentage as right. you know, another player we ain't got to speak bring up. But, you know, that's neither here there. Uh, uh, hopefully they make the playoffs, but they definitely to lose because they got it. They could have got some pieces, just like Brooklyn came up off of off of you know trading Katie and Kyrie. They could have stood pat, and now they're gonna lose in the first round again in the playoffs. I wonder yes. how true it was um, for between Brooklyn and Toronto because it was revealed that KD wanted the Brooklyn Nets to go get Pascal in a deal. So I wonder how true that is. I don't know if it's actually true or not, but. Oh, uh, that's neither here or there. Um, let's see, a loser for me, and we still have plenty of teams that we have a name. Um, but I'll, I'm actually gonna stay where we always been since last year. We we in Minnesota now. It's the Minnesota Timberwolves, and that's because of everything else that has transpired during the trade deadline. With while the rest of these teams got better, um, yes, you had to come off of D'Angelo Russell because you weren't going to pay him, and then on top of that there's been reports that there's been like a beef between him and Rudy Gobert. Um, so of course you had to move all you. So of course to keep everything there, cause you've invested your entire future in Rudy Gobert. Um, so you had to come off of D'Angelo Russell. You get Mike Conley back a solid pick, but let's just keep it a B in like three years. You're going to be looking for another point guard. Cause let's get it. Let's keep it a B. Mike Conley is getting there up there in age. Um, so for a team that, is kind of in that in that gray area right now to where you want to build around Ant-Man, but you still have to compete at the same time because of the commitments you made and then giving up all your draft capital and your depth uh, that you had last season. I, I really just don't know where this is going for Minnesota. Um, so, yeah, it definitely, definitely sounds like some losers to me. So give me the Timberwolves there. Yeah, so before I put my team out there, first of all, Jack Pertles is better than Yaka Pertles. Let's put this out there. Secondly, <laughs> um, <laughs> the Miami Heat, I don't understand what you're trying to do. Um, regardless not. of, <laughs> like, I, you know, I, I think that I saw a report in terms of if you're talking about the Toronto Raptors, if you're talking about the Miami Heat, that, of course, KD moving out of the East, going to the West, and now maybe the the floodgates are open, or your, you know, your opportunity to you know to make a run in the Eastern Conference playoffs is you know a little bit more open than it was maybe a week ago. But still, if you're the Miami Heat, you have Cal Lowry on the roster who has done almost nothing. You have Duncan Robinson. You have Tyler Hero who consistently inconsistently gives you almost nothing. You've got to find a way to do something, uh, whether it's trading for Jay Crowder, whether it's trading for Fred Van Vliet, whatever the case may be. I just don't understand what they're doing down there. Um, and again, you know, Pat Riley's when you know, he's a he's a wizard when it comes to stuff like this. <laughs> I had Jake Pros the other day. I got <laughs> uh, um, Miami, the Miami Heat for me is the loser in this. And again, I may be wrong, you know, as you know, as time comes and goes, as we get closer to you know the end of the, the regular season. And as the playoffs starts, but I just don't understand what they were trying to do or what they did or did not do trying to better the roster. So I'm going to go with the Miami Heat as a loser in this one. 
And a similar team that didn't do anything and given all the reports that are moving, uh, that have been recently been reported, and that's the Chicago Bulls. Uh, Ryan. It has been, it has been evident that you needed to break up uh, Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan. Zach Levine has axed, to, axed out for God knows how long now. Um, so you were unable to 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 make a move there. Essentially, you need to blow this. You got to blow this up and just start over. I don't know what Chicago was thinking. Again, to Skylar's point, maybe the KD trade got these other teams thinking that they can compete in the East when really it's it's top heavy. It's three teams and everybody else. So, um, yeah, for the Chicago Bulls not to make a move and then for them to possibly look in the sign. Go ahead, Skylar. No, no, uh, go ahead. No, I was just saying I got one more. Go ahead. Yeah, so and then for them to possibly be in the running to sign Russell Westbrook um off the buyout market, uh yeah, that that's uh the start that's gonna be disturbing images uh for children under the age of 17. That's gonna be rated R watching that floor spacing for the Chicago Bulls that they were to somehow sign Russell Westbrook. Uh but on the Russell Westbrook thing, there's literally only one team that makes sense for him, and that's the Los Angeles Clippers. Um, you get to be yourself. Um, basically, uh, they get to hide you on defense because they're somewhat, um, uh, they get to hide you on defense, so you, it's not glaringly uh bad. The floor spacing is enough for you to uh do you. Paul George is gonna get his. You play with him in Oklahoma. You might stay freezing, bro. Let's go up to I don't freeze. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, <laughs> um, and then uh, of course, to the scholars' point, when they were talking about the Clippers being winners at the deadline, this team has a lot of depth, so it only makes yeah. sense for for Russ to be back in in LA, just wearing blue and red instead of purple and gold. And and one more team I want to add before we move on is what the hell are the Atlanta Hawks doing? Like they they put John Collins out there on the trade block for like what over a year now. And they don't even move, bro. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I don't understand what they're what's going on down there for a team that was essentially making a, a deep run in the playoffs, what two years ago? They were in the East Coast Finals you, two seasons yeah, ago. Yeah. And to see now that they are almost a complete opposite end of the spectrum, like again, I don't understand what you're doing down there. Like the Trey Young thing is cool, you know, he's selling tickets, but like I'm not saying move him. But like, if you're going to keep him, <laughs> Yellow, if you're going to keep him, then like find some way to better that roster. And I don't know if you know the addition of the De- uh, Deontay Murray and keeping John Collins and whoever else is on their roster. I just don't know if it's doing enough. And so you know, I just think that you, if you're Atlanta, you got to do something, whether it's good or bad, whether you think it agrees with the with the popularity or not, you got to do something. And they essentially kind of chilled, in my opinion, for the most part. Yeah. There was a movie that was made, but it was just like. Yeah, it might not happen. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like <laughs> I, you I, got, I And then on top of that, the DeJounte Murray is a free agent at the end of the season. And you're probably going to look to to pay him or, look, or at least try to pay him. Uh, so I, I, I don't know either, man. I, I, honestly and truthfully, I, I think they just need to cut ties. Uh, figure something out because I think they look. I, I, I'm 100% certain that they're going to move on from Trey Young in the offseason. Like, I, I really think they're just going to see that Trey Young is too much of a problem and it's not going to even be worth it. Yep, yep, man. Go through the comments. Uh, tighten up, Pratt. What up, Bryce? What do you do, my guy? What up? What up? Savage. South Arthur community for still not putting Trey Young in the offseason game. Yep. 
Shout out to him. Shout out. Shout out to Ryan said Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the struggle of having Xfinity. Yeah, that, yeah it is what it is. I, I got it too. I be using my I use my whole, uh, mobile hotspot to get on this podcast. Go, man. It's all slow, bro. Talk about fast speed internet. Man, uh, I'm about to call them today. I'm like, yo, some something wrong. Like, like how is it 2023 and we all still like not we all, but like people still have bad internet. Like, if there's nothing else that should have progressed, if there's nothing else in this world that should have gotten better and or faster it should be the wi-fi like nobody should be nobody should be lagging nobody should be having like you know those times were like no nah, like the, the wi-fi should be better across the board like it's 2023 man if paying for wi-fi at this point is ghetto get their money man <laughs> right when we get to heaven, I'm definitely asking God about that. Like, hey, bro, like it was 2023, we were still having bad Wi Fi. Like, what we can do, what we was we exactly hey, groceries new went up, so hey, it's on the right that we had to pay for Wi Fi too. Bro, I, seen somebody <laughs> right. put, so I was saying about to put three eggs in a dime bag the other day. Like, <laughs> what we doing? <laughs> uh, everything is up, inflation is fine. This man, <laughs> crazy, man, appreciate uh, Fabo Fadeaway said, What up, guys? Congrats on 200, appreciate ya, appreciate ya, yeah. But uh, of course, y'all know starting five podcasts recording the Grizzlies on Monday. None of us really mentioned the Grizzlies. I don't think they won or lost. They just they, they were pretty they, they, they kind of stayed the course. They're neutral. We'll, uh, we'll they, talk about them on starting five. Yeah, we talk about more. They did try. <laughs> yeah, it, it, they they at least try. I, I'll give them that much. I Toronto and Brooklyn in those cases, but you know, moving forward. I can't wait to talk about that. This is on starting five. Hell, <laughs> big L. They don't get on them for trades they couldn't make because the teams didn't agree to them. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, boy. The post shots and stuff, boy. It's crazy. Hey, Super Bowl. I feel like nobody was talking about Super Bowl this week because, I mean, NBA took over the headlines. So this is what happens. But now trade deadlines passed, and we got the two best teams in the NFL going up against each other. Best quarterback versus the best team, pretty much. But you got Eagles, Chiefs tomorrow. Start with Trevor, scouting into. Man, this is this is tough. I'm not gonna even lie to you. Uh, because on one end, if there was a game for the Eagles to like have a bad game, because I don't think they've had a bad game this season. Uh, if and it would be the worst possible time for them to have this bad game. But um the last time the NFL MVP was in the Super Bowl was Tom Brady. And they ended up losing that game. And who did they lose to? The Philadelphia Eagles. Um, and this Philadelphia Eagles team is similar to that team that won the Super Bowl. They just have a better quarterback. If we just want to keep it a being. Um, I think it's gonna be close. Um, so I'm going to roll with the Philadelphia Eagles, and I'm gonna go 37 34 Philadelphia. <laughs> Shout out to Savage, man. Easy money, 34, 24 Eagles. Now, that has scared me because every time he says it's easy money, somehow, someway, the, the Eagles end up blowing somebody up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this one is difficult for me because, Sharky, you literally said the ex- the words that I was going to say in terms of, you know, the one of the better quarterbacks, if not one of the best quarterbacks in the league, Patrick Mahomes, going against one of the better teams, if not the best team, you know, top to bottom in the NFL, which is the Philadelphia Eagles. And so it's, it's a matter of, you know, which one did you trust more? Which one did you have more confidence in? And 
I still don't know who I want to pick. I really don't because um, I think if nothing else, we've all learned over the past, if nothing else, that, that Super Bowl against when it was the, the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Kansas City Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers absolutely beat the brakes off of Kansas City in terms of up front, in terms of like offensive line and defensive line. And so that's that's the thing that I'm looking at right now. It's who has the better offensive line. It's probably the Philadelphia Eagles. Who has the better defensive line? It's probably the it's probably the Philadelphia Eagles. Who has the better quarterback? It's Patrick Mahomes. Um, and so again, I've gone back and forth of like who I want to win. I think I saw a recent report last night that Kansas City is walking in that game for the most part relatively healthy. They're at least going to suit up everybody. Um I think only because I want Patrick Mahomes to win one more, I'm going to go Kansas City 34, Philadelphia Eagles 31. I think somehow, some way, Pat Mahomes makes one more play than the Philadelphia Eagles' defense. So I'm going to go that route. I think Pat Mahomes wins the Super Bowl, the, MVP. The Super Bowl MVP, even though – I think there's a stat that the last nine NFL MVPs have not gone on to win the Super Bowl. That definitely scares me for sure. But there's a commandment that's kind of believe all the other commandments in the let's be real list in terms of you don't bet against Pat Mahomes. You just kind of just take you just you just uh, kind of take it for what it is. You just you just referenced the game that made us right. win that commandment. So that's not a commandment. I'm talking about of my neck. I know, I know. But again, at the end of the day, because I really want to see Pat Mahomes win one more, he's probably going to go down as probably one of the better quarterbacks that has ever um, played in the NFL. I'm going to go Kansas City. 31, Philadelphia goes 31. Uh, I'm just, if, if nothing else, I'm just hoping for a really good game. I think the NFL owes us a really good game. So I'm going to go for that. That's my that's my prediction. Man, it feel like literally every time I pick against Patrick Mahomes, I lose. Like, I think my record may be like one in six, one in seven. And oh, then I don't oh, know. But that one super, the Super Bowl, though, you picked against him. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, pick against him. Yeah, lose a record. I only yeah. won. The one, the one that mattered. Shut up, man. <laughs> the one that <laughs> Whatever, man. One in, one in six, man. I got a crazy losing record when I pick them, man. You know, don't pick, don't pick against Patrick Mahomes unless it's Tom Brady. That's what I always said. But at the end of the day, this may if if this may be my last time picking against Mahomes. I'm just gonna put it out there, especially if you beat this Eagles team. But this Eagles team, like y'all already said, they got the best front seven, got the best defense. And you got a quarterback who already came into this game with a chip on his shoulder, and you want to give him one, count him one MVP vote, while Mahomes got what forty eight of them, Josh Allen got another one. That chip is way bigger, so I, I gotta go Philadelphia Eagles. As much as again, I don't want to bet against Patrick Mahomes. Every time I go against my lose, this will be the last time if if he wins. So uh, give me a close game for sure. Uh, give me 27-24 Eagles. Um, I think I got from the University of Memphis comments say today, and it's going to make the Memphis Tigers look real good. So um, give, give me give me the Eagles 27-24. I don't know why. If Mahomes win, I promise this is the last time I'm picking against him. Unless you go against my guy Joe Burrow again. Nice. 
So going back to the tune Trevor, based on everybody's predicting scores, they should hit the over. The total over is 50 and a half. So it's safe to say take the over. Oh, yeah, they, they, yeah, take, yeah, most definitely <laughs> take the over. It's going to be some points scored. Definitely. <clears throat> well, going back to the, the Chiefs' last two Super Bowls, right? Um, they always play against a defensive line that's really good. I picked against them against the 49ers, and for three quarters of the game, I was proven right until the 49ers offense just couldn't score any more than 20 points because of Jimmy G. And the Eagles came back, I mean, the uh, Chiefs came back and won. The second Super Bowl against the Bucks, I picked the Chiefs to win because I picked against them against the 49ers, and they proceeded to get smacked up by the Buccaneers defense line, and Tom Brady could score enough points and score 30 points in that game. No team has beat the Eagles or – I think on the coach, or it's on. They've only lost three times when um, the team has scored at least twenty-seven points. Their opposing opponent, their opponents have scored at least twenty-seven points. They scored less than twenty-seven points. They've only lost three times in the Patrick Mahomes era. So they're like forty and three or some type of crazy record like that. And two of those losses are against the Colts. So it's pretty much one team that does it. The Eagles, in my opinion, have the offense, and I mean it's proven. You see it that they have the offense that can score enough where their defense were to slip up one or two times, which could and probably will happen against Mahomes, no matter how good your D-line is. You're going to slip up one or a couple times, but without without Tyreek Hill, that's where it comes to play in this game, finally. Yep. That's when you're finally missing that outside weapon, that burner in this game, because the Eagles yep. have the best defense, best defense line, best secondary. Against those receivers, yeah, the Chiefs ain't going to be able to score enough. And Pat Mahomes, I guess they're saying he's feeling a whole lot better. There's no play that he can't not run with his ankle, but uh, the Eagles go, they, they're going to test that ankle out. <laughs> they do for that, going to test that out. If their reason, and I just believe Jalen Hurts is going, their offense is going to make enough plays where they can actually score some points and they'll actually end up winning the game. Uh, like I said, we're going to go over the point spread. So I probably think 31, no, I'm at to go even higher, 34 28 Eagles. It's going to be a close game. The Chiefs are going to find a way to make it close. I doubt it's a blowout. But if it's a blowout, I think the Eagles are the more likely team to blow the, blow the Chiefs out than the opposite. But give me the Eagles. Savage, right. the second ring, bro. Yeah, Super Bowl MVPs real quick for those, for, for your teams that you pick. Man, give me Jalen Hurts, man. Get tired of disrespect. Give me Jalen Hurts for Super Bowl MVP. Go ahead. Extend yeah, I, I, I'm going to double down on that. Give me Jalen Hurts. Superstar. Savage. Super down. <laughs> Never say he's a superstar. Hey, this is time to prove it. Right. Yep. I could see a scenario in which AJ Brown, like I, I picked the Chiefs for sure, and I think I said that my MVP would be um, Pat Mahomes. But I think if the Eagles win, like I would pick AJ Brown to be the 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 MVP. Like I think as football federal just said, like I just one thing I don't trust is. The, the chief secondary, and I've not trusted their secondary for years, and they have yet to be able to, for the most part, prove me wrong. And if I'm Philadelphia Eagles, I've run the ball as much as I can, but then also, like, I'm feeding the hell out of A.J. Brown. Like, I don't think there's anybody on Kansas City roster defensively that's going to be able to check him one-on-one and or, you know, you know somehow some, you know, some additional help. He's just – he's physically way too big for anybody that Kansas City tries to put on him. Um, and I think at the end of the day, if you just put the ball up in his area, he's going to find a way to come down with it. So um, I think if Philadelphia wins, I think actually AJ Brown is the MVP. But you picked the Chiefs to win, so who you got from the Chiefs? Well, all right, we, it's obvious. Yeah, he said Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's obvious though. Yeah, that's obvious. 
I'm kind of more of a savage. I think Devontae Smith. Uh, I he feel like they're gonna, yeah, he I feel like they're going to try and like double AJ. They're going to try to do that, and that's going to lead like say, Devontae yeah, for the eat. Go back to what I said earlier. That'd be hilarious because I'm going to laugh at all the fans on tight. I'm matter of fact, I'm muting tight if that happens. Uh, I'm just going to laugh at them and just mute them because <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> that GM got fired. Hey, we passed it. <laughs> I'm past it. <laughs> all right, uh, two. You had I got one more thing, which is funny, man. Y'all, so y'all know I do like live rides and, and stuff like that. And I get this white couple in my car. You know what I'm saying? We rolling around. And they say, and you know, we talking about the Super Bowl. And they go, man, I'm so excited. Like, this is, a, you know, we, we actually get to see two brothers in the Super Bowl go at it. And I'm like, hell yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we get to see Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes. And they we both look, they both look like we'll talk about Kelsey, the Kelsey brothers. <laughs> so I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> 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 like, that is oh, funny. That, too. <laughs> that is funny. Yes, that is true. That is funny. <laughs> oh, <Got him. laughs> I'm like, man, this black hair is like, y'all can't say no bullshit like that. <laughs> you know, I, mean, that was, I can ride the rest of the way out there. <laughs> oh, y'all laugh. <laughs> I, just, I just had to tell y'all that one, man. I had to say yeah, that. That is funny. That's funny. I ain't gonna lie to you. Uh, <laughs> 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 nah, he ain't dog. You <laughs> do act it, though. <laughs> Travis Kelly. <laughs> uh, man, that was a... Dang, that was the funniest story of the day. It was. Hey man, I had to get y'all to laugh, man. It, it made me laugh, so hey, bitch, I knew it was y'all laugh. <laughs> All right, man. To end out the episode, man, we can give our flowers. It was a lot that went on this week. I mean, we got the obvious, so let's state the first one. LeBron James, shout out to him, breaking the scoring record. Watch the game. Great to see history. Like, that's a player we all saw literally his entire career from high school. Saw him play high school, and now you seeing him breaking. I'll tell you best scoring record. So what are your thoughts? You got some flowers with LeBron. What y'all just what y'all got to say about him breaking the record? Uh I guess congratulations. Uh congratulations on um everything that you've given to the game of basketball practically since you were in high school. Cause the sharpest point, the four of us have had the privilege to watch this guy since high school. I mean, I may not agree with how he went about this uh but it doesn't take away exactly uh the feat itself um so i'm gonna big kudos to lebron of course everybody appreciate lebron while he's here because the game is definitely going to change once he decides to hang it up so uh kudos to lebron for becoming the all-time leading scorer and uh salute no i think it's a it's a really really big deal regardless of how you feel about lebron to see him put up as many points as he did, to see him putting up as many assists as he has, to see him grab as many rebounds as he has over the past, what, 20 some odd years is wild. Like, it, in some form or fashion, we've watched every single point, every single assist, and we've watched every single rebound, and we've watched him do this for 20 plus, for at least 20 years, and that's crazy to me. Like I, I, I felt old in that moment when I saw him, you know, you know, take the lead against, you know, against Kareem. I'm like, damn, bro. Like I just remember, like I still remember vividly, like the day I was watching ESPN and bro had a Hummer. Like bro was he had a Hummer at like 17 or 18, and to see all the everything that's you know that's elapsed in his career, whether it's the finals that he took that slow ass Cavs team to the finals against the Spurs. Whether it was you know that 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 performance he he put on against the Pistons, whether it was 
the decision to go from Cleveland to to Miami and then, you know, to see the type of player he was in Miami, to see him win the rings in Miami, to then shift his career um, and then, you know, go to the Cavs and go, go to the – like that's – go to the Lakers. Like that's crazy to me. Like at the end of the game, regardless of how you feel about him, we've watched him do all of these amazing things throughout the NBA, and it's crazy that he's going to essentially somehow, some way – Finished damn near number one in points, assists, and rebounds. He may, he may not want to, he might not get one of those, but he's going to be top five in all of those in all of those particular um, sectors. So you know, ha, you know, kudos to him, kudos to him for being the man that he is on camera and or off. Regardless if Trevor, I, I definitely hear what you're saying. Regardless of how you feel in terms of how he's gone about doing it, he did it. So that's worth of that's worth an applause for sure. And if nothing else, the great person that he was on the court, he was that same person off the court, whether it was speaking up on social issues, whether it was building and creating a school in Ohio. Like that's a lot of things that he's done. A lot of players have not done. And for the most part, his record, like in terms of off the court, is somehow, some way like it's you know, it's nothing that's on his record. There's nothing negative on his record. Like, you know, whether it was Jordan, whether it was Kobe, whether it was Magic, whatever the case may be, somehow, some way, these people had something off the court that you somehow still think about when you talk about those players. LeBron, for the most part, hypothetically speaking, he hasn't done anything that makes you think about him in a negative way. So, you know, again, kudos to him for being the player that he is, but not only the player that he is, but the, uh, but the man he has been as well, too. Yeah, though, if you really want to keep it a bean, the only two negative things we really say about LeBron is the decision and was basically basketball decisions from a quote unquote GM standpoint. That's pretty much it. Um, so yeah, kudos to LeBron. And I don't even hold those two things against him if we're gonna really keep it a bean. Like, all he did was went on national TV as the quote unquote best player in the game at the time and said where he wanted to go as a free agent and that money went somewhere like even that part it's like what we what we tripping over y'all like come on man but like just literally like from the beginning of his his career like nike made the, the slogan and the campaign of we're all witnesses and i think it's ever since then we we witnessed the greatest career i'm not saying the best player i'm not doing that debate but as far as like greatest career numbers wise going to the finals whether or not he lose them or not damn it he went like we're literally what we're able to witness that one bedroom. That is very true. That is very true. But we're not gonna talk about that. We're gonna be positive. We're gonna get this man his flowers as he deserves them because he is having the greatest career of any basketball player we have ever seen. Uh Savage X with a record be broken. They're gonna have to go back to letting high schoolers come back to the to, 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 to NBA. First of all, for that to happen. It can happen, but it's gonna be a shitload of threes that these players gonna be shooting. I mean, too. the way the way defense being played now, I ain't surprised. Uh, if you keep it a bean, twenty forty three, Victor probably uh will be in position. One body, one Yeah. Hey, we'll see, but man, just like I said, from from like growing up, like still watching. We we see players reach 31, 32, like damn, he about to retire soon. Like, let's let's enjoy him. This man about to be 40 and he's still giving 30 points a game. Like, that is amazing, regardless of if you like LeBron or not. I'm the furthest thing from a LeBron James fan, but I'm a basketball fan. 
if you're a basketball fan and you feel some kind of way about LeBron at this point, it, it's on you, bro. It's on you. Like, it's shout out to LeBron. We gonna definitely give you a flower. Shout out to your kids. Shout out to everything that you've done off the court because off the court, I always say you the goat off the court, hands down. Like, ain't nobody nice. on that one. And I can't wait to see what you do after the game of basketball. But while he's still on the court, they good luck, mate. You know, I think they still gonna make the playoffs. I think they can make some noise in the playoffs, honestly. Um, but you know, for him to break the record over Kareem was something I never thought would be done. It was, it was, it was pretty amazing to see. Yep, yeah, it's just crazy that in the next call it what maybe five or six years, hopefully Twitter has not been, you know, is is still you know it's still around, but it's we're going to see a tweet or we're going to see a video and say this was LeBron James in his prime, and for those that do not recognize his greatness, they're going to watch that video and be like, damn, like I was hating on bro for no reason, <laughs> like yeah i was one of them like after i guess towards the end of the first inning cleveland before he went to miami i stopped not really liking lebron but i always respect him it was always like he the best, i know he's the best player in basketball <laughs> right so like i never like like you said like two saying no matter how you felt about him as a basketball fan you still always had to respect and know how great he was and just facts nothing here nothing wrong even going to his marriage like you ain't heard him you ain't heard nothing about any anything like he's been a great uh husband to savannah great father to the kids doing everything mostly right i mean he you know you you have your little things he may have said something that the you know something you know after him and kareem had a little thing a couple years ago but you see kareem being there congratulate him him uh talking you know what i'm saying that just it's a great moment you know, a lot of people was like, "Why they stop the game?" Right? That's a uh, that's history. You quit. That's they, history. You gotta stop, man. You got a bask in there. Shark, Shark, they could have waited ten seconds, bro. No, nah, nah, I said that. <laughs> I yeah. said that. But the ceremony, yeah, they could have. No, no, yeah. When he broke it, they had to go ahead and do all yeah, the, no, but the ceremony stuff. Yeah, they could have waited. They could have did nothing. Uh, uh, I was like, "Hey, bro, these folks called <laughs> two full timeouts and a half of one." Everything in their power to kill Oklahoma City. Uh, you could have got, you got your haircut and did your taxes within that window and still had yep. 10 seconds left. Like, bro, go and play these 10 seconds out and then we celebrate my man. The irony that took is wearing Oklahoma City jersey because shout out to Oklahoma City for uh, not budging <laughs> and smacking them folks out of there. Hey, they, they got some real ones there, man. That Lakers <laughs> defense is trash. Hey. I got a flowers too. If we want yeah. to, um, I got okay. I was I got another one before we uh move forward, but uh well it was basically because we never talked about Tom Brady. I think he's officially retiring now because he did the retirement papers. So <laughs> Tom Brady, same thing, giving flowers to Tom Brady. I don't know if y'all want to speak more on it, but just giving his flowers, he finally retired. But once again, historic career, great career. Hey, salute yeah. to him. Give me yeah, a congratulations, Tom, on a great career. Um for tormenting my Pittsburgh Steelers for God knows how many years. Too uh, many. Yeah, too many, honestly. Um hopefully everything is 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 good. But um yeah, go home, be a family man, enjoy um Somewhere. retirement. <laughs> Just do what you gotta do. <laughs> Guess he still got his kids. I guess he still yes, he will still have his kids. Yeah, he'll still have his kids. That's why I said be a family man. Uh no, I'm gonna make this quick because I ain't that. I mean, you know, I respect Tom Brady, but I'm not the biggest fan of Tom Brady. So I'll say, you know, you know, congrats on a very, very solid career, regardless of 
again, how do you feel about the man? The man won seven rings, six. six? It's a lot. Like that's seven. legit more than more than half of the league. So regardless, you know, now he cheated through some of those, but you know, I ain't gonna talk about that. But you know, great career, great career right. for sure, and deserves his flowers. Hey, Lito, I was literally about to say he ain't cheating if you don't get caught. Um, but shout out to Tom Brady, <laughs> uh, the GOAT quarterback for sure. I mean, man. he didn't get caught eventually, but, you know. I was about to say, he did get caught. He did get caught. Twice. Uh, <laughs> Twice, uh, actually. Me uh, me and my family, me and my brother and my mom actually were able to see him uh, in Arizona a couple of weeks before he did retire. So that was cool to see the note. That was one of his last uh, games. So shout out to the GOAT QB for sure. Yep. TB12, great GOAT. I would say GOAT QB, GOAT player. That's a whole different discussion. No, sir. We can go to the You got to say GOAT QB. That's why I does. QB for sure. <laughs> All right, too. What's your next one? <laughs> That's right. Well, I, I, man, I, I'm sorry. I got to give flowers to this guy, bro, because I'm. he's been scapegoated to a whole nother level. And it, I guess we could call it a, you know what I'm saying, double entrancher when we wearing the OKC jersey. But Russell Westbrook, y'all, vampire, like, but for, for, for people to call him a vampire sucking the energy out, those are words that keep Russell Westbrook off out the league when he's done nothing but positive things in the city he was raised in. That's bullshit, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm getting I, I've seen multiple pictures of him in the community, multiple pictures of him with Nipsey Hustle. Shout out to Nip, rest in peace, Nip. Like, how is he how is this guy uh, who wants to be there, who's balling for his hometown? A cancer to this organization. If he just wasn't a good fit, let's just call it was what it was. We don't have to name call. We don't have to shame. We don't have to do none of that BS that we're seeing in the media. I'm, I'm sick of it. I had to call it out. I'm we got we got we give him a dandelion or a rose or something <laughs> like that. You ain't got to be too many flowers. But Russell Westbrook is way better than what what I'm seeing from him right now. And yeah. I, I gotta keep it a buck. Yeah, and yeah. to your point too, I saw something the other day about players who uh tilt. The belt, like with the ball boys who tilt the ball. Savage, Savage, yeah. He was like the top three in the players. They like who tilt the most. Somebody like Russell Westbrook. And I was like, the things he always get like, like you have to first thing learn how to separate basketball from real, what they you know real life. Like you think of how he play, but it's kind of like you know like he still play. He plays hard. Like he ain't even his basketball game. You can just say he's not a good fit without even just truly getting on him because like he plays just at a hundred miles an hour all the time. So you can't even get on him about even that portion. So to your point, you yeah, that's do give him some positive flowers because he should get like a negative rap for you know for his play because he didn't fit. Let's give him flowers, uh, but let's also give his wife some flowers for having his back. Like, yes. one, I think, one, let me put this out there. We have to got to start as fans, as people who watch the NBA, we've got to pay attention to who we who we get our sources from. And I'm not calling this particular person out, but this person that put this out there, I me mean, personally, I don't deem as credible. So let's put that out there, one. But again, going back to his wife, like, Give her flowers as well, too. Russell Westbrook definitely deserves his flowers because he's definitely been talked about in a negative way, way more than he needs to be. Um, and I'm not sure if that report came from, if it was made up, if it came from somebody in the locker room, whatever the case may be. But he literally has not said a single bad word about the Lakers organization, yep. about LeBron, about AD, about Frank Vogel, about Darvin yep. Ham, about anybody on their roster. So that, first of all, couldn't be me because I would have started, started clapping back. <laughs> you know, God, you know, God's working on me. Um, but his wife definitely deserves some flowers for being able to clap back on social media, 
and um and the dudes were saying like that's not my husband and so like because that's not my husband now my kids are having to answer that or having to not hear that and i could not imagine being in the spotlight that is russell westbrook and my kids having to answer for my performance on the court like we've got to learn to be able to separate the player you know and what he does on the court and our feelings for him on the court and or off the court we've got to be able to start doing that these people have lives these people have kids and so because you wouldn't want your kids to answer for what decisions you are you are doing and or not doing let's not put that on these players as well too i want to put that out there yeah um I can tell you, I, I mean, I'm not going to say the person's name, but I can tell you who that person is associated with, and that's Clutch Sports, who's ran by LeBron James and Rich Paul and the company. Because mm-hmm. if you want to keep it a bean, LeBron, again, shouldn't have even traded Russ for Russ in the first place. Um, and then we not only get on the front office for the Lakers. Um, yeah, my criticism for Russ, man, has always been just on the floor, man. I've Another guy who I've had the privilege of watching during my years of cheering for the Oklahoma City Thunder, during the Russ KD era, even post KD, um, everywhere he's been, he has been nothing short of amazing as a person in the in that respect in their respective communities. So, for all of this to come out like immediately as soon as he's moved, this is why I said I didn't agree about how LeBron James went about breaking the scoring record because he traded Russell, he traded for Russell Westbrook for this exact reason at a time where he could have just retooled the, the Lakers roster. And they're probably talking about possibly them winning two more championships since he was talking about catching Mike. Um, but uh, for Russ to be scapegoated and the smear campaign to be thrown on him that that was thrown on him and uh, once the trade went down. It's just idiotic. It's trash. Um, again, Russ, of course, definitely deserves his flowers. First ballot Hall of Famer, whether you like it or not. Uh, so whenever he decides to hang it up, the very next year he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Um, but, yeah, man, you, you just – again, got to separate the, bas- the basketball from uh, what he is as a person. And to our knowledge, he's been nothing short of a professional. So uh, kudos to Russ, man. Yeah. And I thought I want Russ in Miami. Because Jimmy Bob, they do. They do need somebody else like him who can just score. The Clippers and him getting revenge on the Lakers and knocking them out the playoffs or play in or something. That would be love. I'm <laughs> telling you, that's the only team that makes sense. Is that in the script? The Clippers. That would be love. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> Is that in the script? Oh, man. But it's it for oh, I, I got, I got, I got one, one more. Oh, sorry. 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 One more. Bit. I think this one this definitely needs to be put out there. Flowers to everybody that has um, that is associated in some form or fashion with Let's Be Real Media. Let's you know, two hundred episodes. We have all, in some form or fashion, known each other for six, seven years, ten years. A lot of us a little bit older than that. Like that's crazy, bro. Like I was just sitting there looking at the video. Um, the promo video and whether it was we were recording out of the office back there back here in memphis whether it was just you know it's it's crazy that we put together 200 episodes with us all growing um in our lives in our careers you know married not married you know girlfriend no girlfriend kids no kids we've uh, somehow yeah, somehow just called, just my name no 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 that's no shade but i'm saying i'm saying <laughs> No, that's no shade, but it, it, but I'm I'm saying that to say to like 
we all have different schedules. We all have things that we have to tend to. This podcast is not probably first or second in any of our lives, but we've somehow in some way made it work. So again, this is no shade to anybody, but we've somehow some way been able to make this work. So, you know, shots to two, you know, uh, Trevor, Sharky, uh, Savage, me, Sheedy, all of us, all of our guests that have even, you know, been able to, you know, come in and do a, whether it's a five minute interview, 45 minute interview, you know, whether it's let's be real, whether it's three the hard way, whether it was uh tighten up podcast, whether it's um, um, starting five, we have been able to put a lot of content out there over the past couple of years with COVID being a huge factor in all of this. Shouts to y'all for 200 episodes. Yep, indeed. And we're about to reach 100 on starting five on Monday. So <laughs> shouts all the way around. So, yeah, boy, it's great, man. 200 down. Much more to go. We ain't stopping anytime. Soon. I thought she was about to put a number 200 down, 200 more to go. Like, all right, all right, all right. Man, <laughs> he is going to be on this show in about three years. Right. <laughs> we got another five years on it. <laughs> Two going to have his tiger in the background. Eva going to be on this joint. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, Ryan. Well, we was actually in the studio before that, yes, before sir. we got the video recording. That was yeah, all audio. What a, what a time. What a ride. <laughs> what a man. I heard, whew, what a time. Yeah. That was, man, that, I think that, that, that solidified everything, though. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. we, we definitely had to start somewhere. Hey, yeah. Shout out to y'all, man. 200 episodes is crazy. Yep. Crazy. Yeah, it's always, man. Y'all know we're first up news uh, next Saturday. We are not recording. I will be presenting. So anybody in Memphis, y'all want to know about uh, creating a podcast or whatever, I will be presenting at Lamar Owen College. Just look on my social media handle at the one underscore P Shark or every or every R underscore media on Instagram, and you'll find in you know, in the stories or on my uh, Twitter page at the one underscore P Shark where the event is located and how to access it and get there. So, hey, hold on, we got to get flowers to you though, Shark. Oh, count. most definitely, when yeah. Went, went, and we, 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 I ain't gonna even count. I feel, I see what you did there. Hey, but now real talk, bro. Like I remember us working with our heart, and you know what I'm saying just just the 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 hustle that we both had to go through, and the fact that even in college, like even in college, you were more so more were more on the quiet side. You know what I'm saying? And to see you turn up like this on a podcast, and now you present with the with Enesco. Shout out to Enesco. It's like it's a beautiful thing to see, bro. So I definitely want to give you your flowers now. Keep doing what the hell you're doing. For all of us, keep doing what we're doing. But bro, just captain, salute, bro, for real. Hey, appreciate it. Definitely appreciate it, man. Yep, definitely grown. Uh, like I said, when I thought about the podcast idea, it was us in college just sitting around. I think we all watched the NBA draft together. Uh, when I forgot who the yeah. when they didn't draft Roddy Hood, bro. <laughs> What we used to say it started with a tweet and a DM or something like that. Started with a dream and a tweet. Yeah, a tweet. Yep. I forgot Savage said something. I was like, bro, let's be real or something. And like it's so funny. Like, I don't know. Let's be real podcast. So yeah. <laughs> right, hilarious. But yep. Sideways, of course. I would say follow me at the one on OP Shark. My name is up on well, my name is up under here on the headline. So uh, my grandma has been off lately, so I guess you can capitalize the O and of. So, <laughs> but you know we audio too, so you gotta say with audio people. Yeah, for the audio people, I'm at the Art of Trevor. So, uh, yeah, uh, I'm at underscore Skyleader on Twitter. As always, nothing has changed. That will be my that will be my Twitter name until Twitter decides to do something else. 
Um, so no, if nothing else, definitely appreciate everybody for rocking with us. Definitely appreciate everybody for the likes, for the comments. Definitely appreciate everybody that's on the podcast, whether you are a guest or a host. Thanks to everybody. Thank y'all so much. At Tab Shakira, man, appreciate y'all for rocking with us. Let's keep going, man. Let's let's keep going and get the people what they want. Get the people. Y'all was just Jacoby left, but you know, man, shout out to Jacoby. <laughs> <laughs> Peace. Peace.